0: some played with some random people in league today they're from France they were fucking speaking French in the chat and I was like God damn it fuck
1: were they like swearing at you in French and calling you French curse words
0: I don't know they better not have because I was the only person doing good in that game <laughs> I was the only person not just dying all the time because they were bad. Like, I think I think all these online games make us more racist. Like, everybody fucking... I fucking... Before I played League, I thought Brazil was great. Nope, after League, it's like fucking Brazilians. I don't think you should really judge any country by their
1: usership on online games. I will. Of- I will. Uh, have you noticed that, like... Every American on like Halo has the exact same voice. It's like the soulless, monotone white boy voice. Uh yes. that makes me hate that like if I hear anybody of that accent, I just fucking hate them now. Sorry, <laughs> you're probably an asshole. You'll probably say fag all the time.
0: <laughs> oh man. I don't like I don't understand people online because they say faggot all the time, but then like when I come in and I'm obviously just being a dick. Well, I'm just doing my thing, just saying nigga all the time. They're like, "Whoa, dude! Whoa, hold up! I'm not racist here. That's not okay."
1: Even on Halo? Well,
0: yeah. Well, I don't really play Halo, so I'm, you know. Like, I don't even have a TV, man. I can't play Halo. <laughs> 'Cause I feel like League of Legends,
1: people who play that, you know, maybe slightly less horrible human beings
0: than people who play Halo. Um no. No. Well, I mean like I feel like Riot Games maybe yeah, there's there are more human beings who play League because Riot Game makes it a point that hey, hey, there are actual rewards. To not being an asshole all the time. So the amount of douchebaggery that I've encountered playing League has dropped dramatically since I started.
1: So what, like if you don't say the N-word, they give you a golden star or
0: something? Well, I mean, I say nigga all the time and people still give me golden stars. But Uh, I'm just like being mean to people in chat or being dicks in chat. Like even when someone's like a dick, they'll be even like come on, man, can't do that afterwards. Dick, (laughs) I might have been raging then. Man, you gotta got to get better at this game, all right? So we can win, man. (laughs) So, like, even then, I I almost feel as though, like, okay, all right. I just kind of want them to rage on the internet. That's
1: why I'll never play League of Legends, because it seems more like a sport than a video game. Yeah. I feel like that's going to be a real time commitment. I'm going to have to learn a skill if I have to play League of Legends.
0: Yeah, um, I remember Dave Riley said, if you have to know, like, be, like, learn something as intricate as last hitting, that's bullshit. I agree with that. And I, I would agree with that, but, I mean, like, I've gotten to the point where I've just invested so much energy into the league that I can't stop. The point that's where I'm spending real money on it is the point of no return. I can't go back. Do you want to start a podcast now? Yeah, yeah. I, I guess we can.
1: Sure. So, uh, what, what have you been watching recently, Jeff?
0: Um, well, I saw this great porno the other day. Nice, nice. Yeah. It wasn't Japanese, was it? Nah, nah, why would I do that? That's nasty. It was it was, it was Chinese. Anyway. I don't think those exist. I don't think I've ever seen one of those. A Chinese porno? Yeah, I
1: don't think Is so. all Korean? I don't think I've seen any Korean ones, either. Ah, uh, okay. It's well, it's really just Japanese. Uh just Japanese? When it comes to Asian stuff, I don't think I've ever seen, like, a South Korean porno before.
0: Ah. Uh, well, I, I lied. I didn't actually see any Chinese porno. I lied. Wait, have you been watching some JoJo's? you been watching yeah. some of that? Oh, anime-related. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh yeah. Yeah, JoJo's. So fantastic. And Sword Art Online, Polar Bear Cafe... That's it. I'm pretty much behind in all these shows, but I gotta say, like, I can see now
1: why JoJo's has a reputation it does, because that show is pretty
0: damn good. I gotta say, I mean, I just watched the latest episode of Surdod online, and like comparing it to an episode of JoJo's, like Sao, they they have an actual budget, right? <laughs> they can they can actually make their show look like there's animation but there is more there is more plots in 10 minutes of jojo's than there is in like the past three or four episodes of sao yeah
1: that's the thing people bitch about jojo's having a really shitty budget but the show is so hyper kinetic and energetic and so much happens that i do not notice the animation being bad like so much is happening and it moves so quickly that i don't really give a shit yeah, it was I mean, really bad CG.
0: Like it cuts so fast that like unless you're sitting there to pause to look yeah. at how bad it is, you're not really paying attention to it. I mean, you yeah, can, but there's
1: not a lot of like stock footage and stuff. And I love the style of the show. Like I really like the opening theme, which is all in CGI, but they've got like it's done as if it's manga panels, and that sort of carries over into the show itself where. If something really dramatic happens, which is pretty much every second, there'll be, like, sound effects will appear, like a manga and stuff. It's a really cool show.
0: Oh, oh yeah, I forgot. I was also checking out AKB48 when you just mentioned talking about CGI and animations. So, yeah, i been watching that, too. All right. But uh, I like JoJo's a lot more. I like yeah.
1: It. I think the only problem I do over that show is it's sort of like every shonen series where... It's just hilariously declarative. Every character states exactly what they're feeling. It's
0: like, oh no, I must, like, I must climb into the wall. No, you can't. I, Speedwagon, won't allow a child to risk their life because I am a gentleman. I want to be a gentleman just like Mr. Joestar.
1: When Speedwagon first appears, it's like there's this whole conversation going on in JoJo's home. And Speedwagon, I mean, Speedwagon just sort of leaps out from the shadows and is like, Haha, I assume you're wondering who I am. I am Speedwagon, and I am a gentleman.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, this lad, this lad Jojo, he is a gentleman. He is the, tru- he air be the truest gentleman I have ever met. It's like the idea
1: of, of you know, showing, not telling. That's <laughs> just a completely foreign idea to any in manga offer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I mean, they do it. It's such a way in JoJo's that it's not god awful. Well, it's just hilarious is a <laughs> thing.
1: Like they're going through it so quickly, and the voice actors are so passionate. It, there's a lot of charm to it.
0: <laughs> it is so fun.
1: <laughs> uh. I basically feel like JoJo's is a comedy, <laughs> and yeah, it's it sort of disappoints me that like that show eventually goes into the modern era because I kind of like that. This a
0: historical movie. epic. And they're like yeah, around the world. Like
1: some, some Thomas Hardy novel, but with, you know, fight scenes every couple of <laughs> minutes. <laughs> like, the first episode is literally just. It, it could be, like, Emma or something. It could be this period drama. And then at the end, Jodie just starts kicking the shit out of people.
0: And then there's, like, a Mayan mask. and love. Yeah. Uh. Ah, and uh, in the course we learn about your people's history with tartan. I, I don't was... think I've gotten that far yet. But... You haven't? Oh well, I mean, we learned a thing or two about the Scottish people before the fall. <laughs> <laughs> before the fall. Oh, <laughs> right. All right.
1: Yeah, the only other thing I've been watching recently is uh, from the New World. How far through that did you get?
0: I am. I think, halfway through the third episode. I mean, like, the way it is, the way I am with From the New World is like, I am tired. This is too serious for me. I'm going to wait until December, late December. That's a good
1: plan. I've, I've, I've fallen behind. Down. I think I got to episode five. But um, I'm probably going to marathon through that. I, I am really impressed with it so far, though. It's, I'm really impressed with how that show has managed to uh, world build. You know there is a lot of exposition in that show, but none of it feels like exposition. They really sort of inform you about that world in a in a really interesting way. And uh, like the fourth episode of that series is literally a giant info dump. It's literally the characters standing around and being expli- having the history of their world explained to them, which sounds so terrible, but they actually, actually do.
0: Actually, the, the world of of from the new world, I actually do want to know a lot more about it. Right. And they present you, like, these little tidbits of pieces of history. And I was like, damn. And even though
1: happened? they do tease you a lot with, like, uh, little you know, little tidbits about the world, it's not like they don't know what's going on and they're just making it up. What they kind of do is they give you enough tidbits that you sort of figure it out yourself. And then they go, like, okay, this is, this is what's going on. And really, once you get to episode 6, you kind of know what's up with that universe. And it's a really – it's got some really cool – World building and the setting is really interesting, but uh yeah, that's one that I'm probably gonna marathon.
0: Yeah, that would oh. probably be really fun to marathon
1: instead of I don't think it gets really gay. Like apparently a lot of a lot of male kissing in that show.
0: Oh, oh yeah, I heard about that. That's kinda and interesting. Like, some Gochi lot... were just like, Oh my god, why didn't anybody tell me there was, there's boys touching in this? Yeah,
1: that's kinda interesting because there's not a lot of like I mean there's a lot of like hinting at like gay characters in anime he does not love genuinely straight up gay characters so and uh, when they're they tend to just be a joke like that guy from Gurren Lagan, and
0: the guy from AKB48 and I don't know I think I think the last time I can think of like some kind of gay characters was number 11 and that show just that show just left a bad taste in my mouth doesn't that
1: show end the guy marrying that girl like, there's no actual gayness from number 11 No, years no,
0: no, 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 the, the guy doesn't marry the girls. He just kisses the man. He really? He kisses Rebel Boy, and Rebel Boy walks off like, I gotta go liberate another city. Really? That is... I did not know that. No. Well, I don't remember if there was kissing, but um, there, he, he did not get with the girl. Oh, uh, if, if, no, if there's
1: no kissing, I don't think it counts. That's just, that's just hinting at it, you know?
0: It was just, like, them dancing and... Dancing in the fields, like flowers, and I've never felt this kind I mean, of don't get me wrong. In my heart that show, before. That show was extremely
1: faggy, but I hate when they just kind of hint at it and don't go full out. Like, I either go Legends of the Blue World, Legends of the Blue Wolves, <laughs> just don't do it at all, you know.
0: Speaking of Legends of the Blue Wolves, whatever <laughs> anime gay ruru. gonna change the show. I'm just gonna talk uh, about gay porn. That sounds like an awful
1: idea, because I, you know, well, I'm heterosexual, so that's probably the
0: best reason. That's that's a fucking lie. It It is. You only kiss kiss girls when you're drunk. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) a common thing, but all right. (laughs) All right. Right on. What are we reviewing today, Jeff?
0: Ah, Today, we're going to talk about... A classic in every sense of the term that will be remembered in the hearts of many years to come, made in 1954, Occult Academy. <laughs> I mean 2010. Occult <laughs> <laughs> Academy. Where did 1954 come from? I, uh, I was just thinking about World War II. Made in 1867. <laughs> We're going to talk about the 1913 classic, Birth of a Nation. Yeah, man. It's Do all you about... remember the scene where where Gus chased the white girl? You remember the names of the characters in that movie? Yeah. <laughs> t- Gus was that half breed, product of a uh, carpetbaggers coming to the south, half white, half black. He was it awesome. all
1: the evilness of the blacks, all <laughs> the smartness of the whites. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Good thing Jesus yeah. came at the end of that movie Fuck to help the KKK movie. rid the Scourge, the, the Black Devil from the South. That was a fucking movie, man. <laughs> okay, alright. I remember yeah, watching that
1: a cat film and when it ended, our teacher was just like,
0: what's a fucking nuts way to end a movie? <laughs> when, we, when we watched the ending, our professor was like, oh yeah, and Jesus likes this too. <laughs> all right we did actually didn't watch that we watched broken blossoms and just parts of earth of a nation broken blossoms is is like literally like the subtitles like the chink and the girl or something oh that one yeah and there's the line there's this beautiful beautiful artistic line where the poor little street urchin says why are you so nice to me chinky and (laughs) all of us are just like both ah and ugh at the same time.
1: Wow, okay. So, so what are we actually reviewing today?
0: <laughs> 2010, 13 episodes, series Occult Academy. Okay, well you're the big fan of the show, so maybe you should explain what it's all about. Okay, alright. Andrew, Amdu, I mean, God, gotta use your African name. Right? Okay. Okay. Do you know who Arnold Schwarzenegger is? I'm aware of the, of your former governor. All right. Actually, yeah, he kind of is a former governor because I did live in California yeah, for you, a while. It all connects. It all connects. Like okay. It all connects. Do you remember him? Do you remember how naked he was in those Terminator movies? Uh, i at the start of the movies, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well. About that Terminator movie, the story of Occult Academy, okay, is actually the Terminator with Mothman and aliens. Oh, shit. UFOs and uh, the occults, right? We generally have like a label for all this, like paranormal, beyond the realm of normal and got all the tales of ancient gods and all that. Um, imagine aliens, if perhaps. you go to a school that was like, hey, kids, you can actually play Ouija here and we encourage the study of the paranormal. We're also a school. right? Imagine if there was a school like that, would you go there? No. Why the fuck not?
1: It would be all weird fat goth kids and well, people I'm- talking <laughs> about flat earth theory and how <laughs> if I drink water, my, I'm going to be like. Uh, fluoride is going to make me turn crazy or something. <laughs> and, a cold uh, was it chemtrails? Chemtrails are polluting our air or something? Chemtrails. Yeah. It's real.
0: Well, the Cold Academy show is about that. A high yeah. school that was made, well, not just a high school, but a school a whole academy, man that was made so people can talk about the flat Earth theory and government conspiracies and crop circles and is a celebration of all things occult and paranormal related, and um, there's a girl. Okay, she's uh, uh, I guess a Dojin bait. You could call. She about. really is.
1: That design, it just looks like it was made so that she would be a Dojin
0: favorite. Yes, her name is. I forgot. I forget what her name is, but her father is the person who made the school, and she is the heir to the control of the occult academy she takes over the school and has high school hijinks but with the occults and suddenly a man comes out of the sky and woe and behold it is a wimpy version of arnold schwarzenegger and sent to the past to destroy something called the nostradamus key to prevent the apocalypse where in the future aliens from another dimension with robots we don't see the aliens but we see their robots come in and take over the worlds so it's not exactly terminator but it's terminator-esque right got the time travel and all that stuff and that's the premise to occult academy
1: yeah yeah i think what i like about this show and i haven't finished it like you have um i think i've got about six episodes into it but uh both me and you, we both occasionally frequent the uh, Paranormal board in 4chan.
0: This is and... not occasionally for me. It is every day. <laughs> and there's something about
1: um, nerd culture that has this weird overlap with the occult and also like an interest in stuff like serial killers and just grotesque stuff in general. And I haven't really seen much anime, you know, look at that topic. I mean... This show is actually pretty in-depth with the amount of references it has to the occult and paranormal. <laughs> like like you are saying, Mothman is in this show.
0: Yes. Mothman and like is. normally whenever we do have anything like occult related, it's specifically like ghosts. Like we have Ghost Hunter, or was it Ghost Hunter? I don't know. There was some show created a couple of years ago about ghosts and that was actually a pretty serious ghost show. Yeah, they or- tend
1: to be the Japanese like pale girl with like long black hair is somehow supposed to be scary this is much more actually like western kind of uh occult ideas from what i've seen so far like the Mothman is a a really kind of that's that's a a real um urban legend about and it was a southern urban legend these guys said they saw this crazy looking moth creature on a tree which was probably actually an owl they were
0: probably just drunk and there's uh, also crop circles in here Oh, is there? Yeah, they're there's some crazy crop circle hijinks. Like, you only got through six episodes, so you're literally getting to the point where the show becomes bad. <laughs>
1: well, it's kind of – it starts. It got off to a good start, and then it sort of sagged. Like, the first couple of episodes, some pretty cool ideas, but, um, like, I'm pretty sure they spent about three episodes just in this really unfunny joke. Of this girl who has, like, huge boobies, and she, uh... She's really dumb, and she can't drive. And, like, a lot of... This dude was trying to court her. And, oh, no, she's a terrible driver, and so scary.
0: But he's gonna suck it up, because he wants that ass.
1: That lasted, like, three
0: episodes, that joke. I don't know. I like... I mean, I do like the other joke more, when they're talking about with the, um, counselor lady. And she's, like, uh... She's like, oh my god, no one's ever commented on my hair before and told me that my hair is beautiful. Uh, that's not really that funny either. It's it's not that <laughs> funny. It's not that funny, but I kind of like where they go with it, and it's a lot better than a big old titty girl who can't drive.
1: Yeah, but I do like that the show was set in 1999, and uh, you finished this show. like Obviously, they're doing the Nostradamus stuff and the whole Millennium idea, which is kind of cool. Like. Looking back at the hysteria around that, but do they go into like Y2K and things like that?
0: Uh, No, they do not go into Y2K, unfortunately. And I mean, you know, speaking of that, like Nostradamus stuff, it is almost 2012 and 20 days as of when we are recording this. The world will come to an end. Oh shit! We didn't even plan that. We didn't even plan it, but I mean, you know, we're talking about this. Right now, because we're talking about a cult academy. And you know what? Giorgio Scalos has assured me that nothing will happen on this day. Oh yeah? Okay, Aliens Man has assured me this. But I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't know- I haven't seen his hair recently, so I can't really Got comment that, on whether or not we can trust him right now.
1: You don't know his super saiyan power level right
0: now. Yeah, I mean if his hair has gone back to normal I mean, it's like, okay, yeah, I guess maybe you're a normal human being and I can believe you, but I've seen your hair. Uh, I don't I don't know. Are you... You may it's be lying
1: to me. Round. His hair is how he communicates with the aliens. And uh, if his hair is not sticking out in you know, Super Saiyan mode 3, then he cannot communicate with the mothership. And as such, he doesn't know anything.
0: Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I guess back to the subject of Occult Academy. Um, that show... Lags and sags really, really hard in the middle. It's like the middle. And it's a short is- show as
1: well. It's only thirteen episodes.
0: Yes, it's only thirteen episodes, and like, like I think a good like half of those episodes are just bad.
1: <laughs> but so maybe it would be in better as an OAV. But you, you were telling me, and I, I think this show gets off to a pretty good start. I really like um, what we see of the main character's dad. Because he sort of feels to me like the typical, like, paranormal fanatic, where he starts out as a normal dude, and he gets a little bit too caught up in the whole idea of the floor ride and the chemtrails,
0: and just ends And then he ruins his marriage.
1: Yeah. That's (laughs) kind of interesting. But you were saying that, like, the show ends really well.
0: Yes. The ending is fantastic. Um... It is. Do, do you want me to talk about the ending? You can spoil it. That's absolutely fine. Okay, alright. Um, the ending is fantastic. So, you know, it's all about time travel, and he has to go back into the past to get the Nostradamus Key and destroy the Nostradamus Key so he can prevent the apocalypse and Y2K and all of that from happening. That's that's what it's about, right? Yep. Well, you know, there's, like, like, shit tons of, like, magical battles, and it turns out... Like they find out who what the Ma- Nostradamus key is, and it's actually like big boobied, retarded girl who can't drive, <laughs> and they okay. destroy her. And like counselor lady is actually a witch that was summoned by um um uh main girl's dad. See,
1: I was wondering about that because there's this whole thing in the show where the guy he can take he has a cell phone and he can take pictures of things. And then it shows him what it looks like in the future. And then he was never taking a picture of the girl with the big boobies. <laughs> so it was like, there must be a reason for that. They must be holding something back.
0: Yeah. Then they did it. Then they stopped the Nostradamus key from happening. Whoops! No! Actually, no. That's not what caused the aliens at all. They destroyed her and destroyed all the ghosts and demons in the world. Because that's what happens when they did this spell to banish all the demons from the universe or something. And um that's not what start what started the aliens. It was actually him meeting himself in the past, right? Huh. So he, it's awesome. Implies okay. So he goes and uses his magical powers to stop the coming apocalypse, which it implies like, well, if him going into the past is is what caused the aliens to come, then the fact that there is a future Where he had to come do that implies that there was a point in which this had happened and he failed. So what? I mean, like, I guess time travel stories can kind of become too fuddled if you sit down and then you try and make sense of them. And this basically shows us that time travel stories are kind of, kind of in the hands of the common man. The ordinary person are bad. The show kinda of derps around with it a little bit. But mm. but I mean like like the way I got excited about JoJo's and the way I'm excited about that is like is, is how excited I am about like the past like last like two or three episodes. They're awesome. Okay cool.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm usually more sympathetic for a show that ends well and has a poor middle than one that, you know, ends poorly and has a good middle. A good climax is, is really important to me. Yes. <laughs> but uh yeah i I don't know i uh i will finish i will finish the show at some point and see how it all, how it all there happens. is there is
0: there is some shit to get through
1: it is yeah i don't was it based on anything like was it based off a manga or a light novel because
0: i don't it, believe it was it kind of feels like it's based off a light novel but uh i i really don't think that it's based off anything in particular i think this is original Thing.
1: Okay, because it's like the concept is so kind of weird and out there for it to be something that's just completely original. I'm just kind of curious why this whole thing came about,
0: you know? Yeah, there is there is a manga, but the manga is an adaptation of the anime. Okay. Oh yeah, and I forgot that this was actually released in the United States. Um, there's a Blu-ray out there. Oh, but, nice. But man. These characters in the show, they're fantastic. J.K., the fat goth guy.
1: Oh, he is the best one, yeah. He is... is, That is a true face of paranormal fandom right there. It's a fat goth, you know, red hair.
0: And it really speaks to paranormal fandom at the time in 1999.
1: Yeah, that's a good point, actually, because a lot of shows, when they're set in another decade, like Uwe or whatever, they don't really try to capture the fashion whatsoever, but they do have the fat 90s goth here. That's a good point.
0: And it is it's absolutely fantastic. And, like, I know that there are some people still sporting the goth look, and they're yeah. great people. They're anachronisms within our world.
1: They, they're, they're not great people. They, they like shitty techno. And, uh... <laughs>
0: they are anachronisms in our world. Okay, forgive them. They, don't, they know not where they stand and when they stand.
1: I don't, know, man. I don't know if I can be sympathetic to them. So does does JK, does he do much in the finale of this show?
0: No. Okay, nah,
1: he's... so far he just kind of walks around and people make fun of him for being fat. And that's kind of his entire character.
0: And then he's just like, I'm going to use my dousing rod to beat up zombies.
1: Yeah, that's another thing, dousing rods. Another, like, paranormal thing. They just kind of
0: make fun of. Yeah, like... Not necessarily that I think that the protagonist is necessarily abnormal, but, like, the other guy, the mechanic man, Smile, he he's like your normal shonen protagonist. Like, had we just seen Smile in JK, I, you would have thought, oh, this show is, is going to be, like, about, like, a cool mechanic guy who carries around a big wrench and his uh, fat goth sidekick. Are there any on- shows like that? I don't know. I mean... I just, I just felt Most like he would have been a great shows. protagonist.
1: Most shonen shows nowadays is like a blonde kid with some brunette kid who they secretly want to do it, but they never do.
0: Okay, I mean that what is is Naruto it's like, to me.
1: Yeah, that's, <laughs> the, the manly shonen protagonist is pretty much gone now.
0: Hey, hey, I'm not sensing any homoeroticism between Speed Dragon and JoJo. I'm not sensing any of that. I am. I'm pretty sure it's between Jojo and Dio. Oh, that's true.
1: There is By some. The way, Dio's limited. voice actor is fucking amazing. Oh, like, he yeah. sounds like he's gonna burst a blood vessel every
0: time he talks. <laughs> and they always scream. I kind of want to talk more about Jojo's. Yeah. <laughs> so like, one's <laughs> like,
1: neither of us even even really liked that OAV they did of Jojo's. The one that everybody seems to love.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I hated most of that, OAV. I remember watching it, and I think at the time when I watched it, like the first time, the first episode, like I was on that – I was tricked by AWO into thinking that it was the greatest thing in the world. I feel like every time whenever AWO suggests something to me and I watch it and I really enjoy it, I ask myself, do I really like it because I actually like it or am I just being tricked by them into liking it? And years later, when I watched the O.A.V., I was like, man, I felt like I was tricked. This isn't great. This is this is bland. Yeah. I mean, I think I liked it more than you, but
1: the thing is the pacing in the new one is just so fast that everything becomes hilarious. I don't know if it was if even meant to be, but the show just becomes a comedy. Whereas, yeah, in the O.A.V., it was kind of just – it was kind of slow-paced,
0: really. kind of just uh... – They had, like like, a lot of exposition, like – a shounen show, but they tried to pace it like an adventure show, or an adventure movie, and, like, I think in the context of JoJo as well, there's definitely that aspect of adventure. You kind of have to take it like the screwball, fast-paced comedy approach, almost, and just have people scream their lines instead of talking like normal human beings.
1: And just scream in third person for no reason
0: whatsoever. Because, I mean, like, as absurd and awesome as Iggy the dog with the stand was, like, that got boring for me. I don't know how. It's like, he just threw a dog at someone. This is supposed to be, like, <laughs> I'm supposed to be, like, screaming at the computer screen that I'm staring at, thinking, that's awesome, but nah.
1: So the real, the real test is, you know, when the TV show gets that arc, if you enjoy it or not.
0: Yes. Yes, that is the test. It's like, oh, my God, is Abdul... My man Abdul, is he supposed to like be like reminiscent of like Paula Abdul or something? Uh, most of them are named after musicians. That's a good point. I have no idea. Because maybe Paula Abdul is actually a man, an Arab. I don't really like that
1: they introduce those stands eventually, like those weird avatars that kind of
0: fight for them. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That's yeah, kinda, I, I
1: prefer them just being the shit out of each other on the realm. I like
0: sun magic more than stands. I I remembered I tried to, I I was writing a story in freshman creative writing, in high school, right? And I thought yeah. to myself, basically I'm gonna plagiarize like all the anime I like and put them in the same. <laughs> right? Oh god! So I thought to myself, all right, let's have some Kinshiro and. Astro Boy, and what do I like? What's this JoJo's manga going on? Oh my god! They're punching people with the power of the sun? Let's put that in there. I like that a lot more than Shitty Stands.
1: But yeah, that's... You wrote, like, an anime fanfic for your creative writing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was also Legend of the Galactic Heroes. It was okay. They were in space, and there's Santa Claus in there. it's great. What grade did you get for that? An A, of course. Did they think it was satire? or I mean, I made I made up new names, and I mean, I was a what freshman. You get an a for that. <laughs> Listen, it was amazing because. Isn't a freshman like fourteen years old? Yes, I was fourteen years old, and like I, I ended the story. About... There's lizard people, and I ended the story with the end of the universe. Disaster well, boy. That does
1: sound like an epic. I was writing stories about. People being depressed and meeting their heroes and learning that they were just like, you know, antisocial assholes.
0: No, I was I was writing epics where Kinshiro meets Astro Boy, but they're not Kinshiro and Astro Boy. I gave them different names because I was like,
1: you oh. need to you need to send me this this story and also your teacher's comments. <laughs> which are just like uh, nice story,
0: Jeff. Please don't kill me. I threw that out like years ago. Uh, I remember I tried to write like a. I think I tried to write, like, a fanfic with, like, all the podcasters.
1: I remember that. Wasn't it meant to be, like, an erotic fanfic or something?
0: No, no. It was, it was, like, a ripoff of a Pat Labor OAB. Are you
1: sure? I'm sure there was some Clarissa erotic fanfiction in your past.
0: No, there's there's not. That, That's only you. I am a normal person. I am not entranced by the sound of a female on a podcast. <laughs> but the nasally sound. Nasally sound? a female on a podcast, nah, nah. I'm sure there was something like that. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Not in any of my stories. Mm. Listen, if Lady Oscar is actually Reinhardt and is in love with a lizard man, okay, that is that is my story. Okay, that is is how my fanfics go. All right, space pirates, Harlock, that, yeah. What were you talking about? I don't know if it
1: matters. I'm more interested now in these stories you wrote. What else did you write in your creative writing class? Uh,
0: I think I made up like some story about me being a politician. In the... It was about just me being a politician in the future. And I was just getting shot. And oh. I had like a Japanese waifu. It was great. <laughs>
1: How did you get good grades for these? <laughs> I,
0: I, I, don't, I, don't, I think you need to think. I went to an American public school. <laughs> they were just like, oh, he has a, he can spell. All right, this is fine. I think I almost got to be in that class.
1: This story isn't blatantly <laughs> racist. All right, we'll we'll pass this one. But
0: you do realize that that epic where there's like Legend of the Galactic Heroes with with space Santa Claus and and like fighting techniques where you hit people with the power of the sun and nuclear weapons like that was twenty pages. That was twenty pages of just, here is an Argonian that but he, but he wants to love. Whoa. I don't know what happened. Okay, I think I'm actually remembering. I I do want to <laughs> tell about my crazy short stories. There. Yo, sorry,
1: uh, my connection just dropped.
0: That's cool. Back now. That's cool. But I think I just remembered what my story was actually about. It was All great. Right. Okay. So... Humanity has colonized space, right, and there's a space empire, but there's one little outlet of a space space federation for democracy. the last person to defend it, the remaining space fleet that stands for freedom is Santa Claus Stationed <laughs> out there
1: no, you couldn't you, what grade did you get for that? I got an a there's no way you could' have written about Santa Claus. <laughs> Like, this is fine.
0: I think it was, like, Fleet Admiral...
1: <laughs> shit, sorry.
0: Fleet Admiral Santa Claus. That doesn't That's... make it better. <laughs> okay.
1: It was just Santa Claus. He was an admiral. So.
0: And he controlled the Space Navy.
1: <laughs> I mean, it <laughs> sounds amazing, but we, were not, we weren't allowed to write shit like that. We weren't allowed to write about the Holocaust and stuff. Hey... <laughs>
0: like... My teach, my friend, someone else in that class wrote like um, stuff about people becoming cyborgs and they were like, we don't want to be cyborgs, we want to be people. And my teacher got her rocks off of that. She loved that. Okay. Mine was fantastic because there's also space pirates who are working for the Empire who's going to go fight Santa Claus to take over the last bastion of freedom. And in the Space Pirates, there's an Argonian who, who knows – who has a fighting style <laughs> that can make mini nuclear explosions. And, and he's like the right-hand man of Lady Oscar, but this is blonde lady. It's hot. Right? Dude, You just wrote
1: <laughs> fan fiction for you. You're great writing glasses.
0: <laughs> and, and then there's, there's a robot – you meets a man named man who has the power to like electrify people with his punches and he's out to kill the man who killed his people which is actually Santa Claus Santa Claus committed genocide in the past and then the robot gets shot and dies and just dies in a cliff and he sleeps forever and then and then the man goes and Assassinate Santa Claus after a big battle between the Argonian, and there is all these explosions everywhere, and like a million people died in a space battle.
1: I think we need some dramatic readings of these (laughs) anime. I
0: can't. I don't know where these are. (laughs) But then, then what happens is that Santa Claus realizes the pain of the Argonian man, and and he punches him in the face. It's like. Realize that you're not really an Argonian, you're a man! And he uses his healing fist to save the Argonian man. And he becomes a real person again, and he loses his tail, and he can finally marry the space pirate lady blonde who's hot. And and then... How long was this story, man? 20 pages, okay? Whoa, dude, that's crazy. <laughs> My
1: stories were like two pages.
0: (laughs) 20 pages. And then cuts to millions of years later. No, billions of years later. And uh, the phoenix comes and is like, Astro, not Astro, but robot boy, (laughs) (laughs) wake up. I shall breathe life into these mechanical limbs. And, And you must see the end of the universe. And he goes to a place... Where there's the Loch Ness monster, from a previous story that I had written in eighth grade, wow. and, and me, and all the other heroes who were preserved by the phoenix and death, to witness the end of one universe and the beginning of another, and that was that was my story. Sounds amazing. Sounds
1: like an epic. <laughs> you wrote a twenty-page story. That's. that's <laughs> the whole idea behind creative writing in second year and first year is just doing as little effort as possible that's the whole idea behind all of high school
0: the assignment was to write a novella
1: oh wow that's pretty hardcore and i did
0: it it was great
1: that's the thing people always joke about like americans being dumb and shit which i think you know there might be some some truth to that but at the same time All my American friends had to do so much more work in high school than I did. Like, it it really seems like in high school you guys had projects and shit and, you know, essays that weren't more than a page
0: long. (laughs) We had to write, like, six-page papers on a weekly basis. No, really? No, no, not in high school. But that's basically college, American university. Yeah, American oh, University sounds tough, man. Gotta go, write a, gotta go write a paper a week. No
1: sleep. That's craziness. We, we had to do free papers this semester. <laughs> uh,
0: it's awful. It's awful. Most of the foreigners I talk to are just like, oh my god, why is there so much work here? I should go back to Korea or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, I want to go back to North Korea with a trip like humans. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, man, I kind of want to write some more now.
1: Yeah, I think you should. I want to <laughs> read these. These hodgepodge <laughs> of everything you've ever read or watched.
0: <laughs> and then yeah. the last uh, I kind of feel like that's how a cult academy is. It's just like a hodgepodge of like oh, everything that X is into.
1: My problem is they don't really do much with it. Like, yeah, the Mothman appears, but it could have been anything. It didn't have to be the Mothman. <laughs> and, like, the dowsing rods appear, but they don't really go that in depth with it.
0: They don't really care about it. It's just, oh, man, don't it's you think this is cool?
1: The show is mostly just, ha-ha, that girl can't drive, and she has giant boobies. From what I've seen.
0: Ah. Man. Gotta write a fanfic of a cult academy. Yeah. Where Master Chief appears. I feel like Master Chief was in my shorts in my novella too.
1: That seems very likely. Just from knowing you as a person, seems very
0: likely. <laughs> ah. N- well, he may not have been. But Hey, do, do you want to talk about the Cool Kids Club shutting down? Oh yeah. Found out last night. Doing a show with them. Cool Kids Club Padcast. Or Kyber Nats cast. Yeah. Shutting down. That's really sad.
1: They're gone. gone. Do you you know the story behind
0: why that is? No, I don't actually know the story. Well, I just know that uh, Dustin just wants to chill and be cool like us and and smoke tree and then padcast like us.
1: There was was some drama. There was some drama? Yeah, there was some drama. You can... You can listen to the episode where they tried to interview three people at once uh, at the same time, and you can see what that drama was. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. I hope he does another podcast sometime, though, because I like Dustin. He's a good guy.
0: Yeah, I like, like talking to him and podcasting with him. He's fun to listen to, but... He is. Kybernaut's
1: cast is hard. There's to a lot of crazy to. people on this podcast, though. A lot of, A lot of weird people.
0: Like how we still like to call it Kybernaut's cast.
1: The cool Kybernaut's cast, yeah.
0: Yeah, gotta retain the K. Not gonna trick us. (coughs) Ah, Yeah. Man, I just literally decided to watch... I don't know why, but I literally decided to sit down and just watch Chinese CG... Store like cartoons of with League of Legends characters. I don't know why it's great. It's awful. Are these all these
1: official Chinese.
0: <clears throat> no, it's they're... all made by fans. Okay. So there is no budget at all. So it's great. So it's it's true, man. It's it's from the heart. No corporate interference, man. It's great. It's awful. But yeah. Hmm
1: yeah I, I don't know much about chinese cartoons but i'm I'm kind of interested i guess Jonathan Clements has this really really funny story um he's this guy who is kind of an anime academic, i guess, and he talked about being at some film festival which is anime showing and he went out to lunch with these Chinese creators who kind of founded an animation studio and they said he wa- they said they wanted to uh, to hire him to help them destroy the Japanese animation business. <laughs>
0: Well, after seeing what I watched today, little shorts called La 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 Three Laws Demacia, I can believe it.
1: Yeah, they're almost there. Almost there. First Senkaku, then Sunrise.
0: (laughs) It's not going to be too hard to destroy Sunrise. No. Well, (laughs) they built their
1: own Gundam now. I mean, that's true.
0: All right, you can't really bomb them away because they do have the Gundam. Yeah, true. So, uh, are we done with this? I think we are. Do you want to give All a right. final verdict on a cult's academy? Sure. All right, it's great. <laughs> I, uh, I,
1: I need to see. The, I want to see the rest of it. I am, I am entertained by the hijinks in this show and the paranormal going on. Andrew yeah. We have
0: to make our own fanfic together. Okay. Chronicles of um, like space pirate bright notes. Mine's,
1: mine's going to be all about why the Zabby family were totally right in dropping the colonies. Why Zeon is the way to go.
0: And then seems... mine is going to be like Santa Claus returns. And he's yeah. like I can't save the world's but I came back from the dead, after being killed by Kinchero. My um, head wait. came back together. <laughs> it's over.
1: All right, do you wanna do you wanna clap like Dave and Joel? Yeah, I,
0: clap? No. Yeah, we
1: don't really need to, but I feel like that's something we should do.
0: Nah, I think I think we just have to scream. Okay. Three. <laughs> two. Oh. One. Ah! Oh. Damn. What was I supposed to do? Had to find a way to get back in my mobile suit. So when I got home, went straight to bed. Had another dream. This time my mobile suit was red. See, I was cruising in my Gundam and beyond. I must say it was above and beyond the mobile suits that I piloted in my previous dream. This thing was quite an efficient killing machine. I was in the middle of...
1: my